Is it a gun that sucks balls? I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome today. We're talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something? Like dick piercing? <laughs> no, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. His wishes of blowjobs. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another Plotty Time mini-sode. This week, we are wrapping up our April build of cyberpunk with, uh, I don't know how else to put this, but a little synopsis of my experience playing it and everything that went wrong. Boy, this is going to be a fun one. Mostly, it's going to be me bitching about cyberpunk and all the stuff that's broken in it. Uh, it should be fun for me. I'll enjoy it. Understand if you guys don't want to hang out. Uh, if you'd like, you can go back to listen to parts one through three, one and two, talk about the timeline of cyberpunk from... All the way back in 2012 to its announcement up until now-ish. Part three is the review. My official review of the game of Cyberpunk. Trying to kind of politely sidestep all of the shit that's wrong with it. But not in this one, baby. In this one, we're talking all about all the bullshit that's wrong with this fucking game. So my synopsis. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this game. I wanted to lead us into it. And I want to start by saying this game is not complete. I played, for full disclosure, I didn't play on PC. I don't PC game. I had some bad experiences when I was getting really into games as a kid with PC. And I don't remember if I did an episode about that, did I? Maybe I did. If not, ooh, I should. But <laughs> I think I did. I don't remember. Fuck it. So I played on my PlayStation 5, but I played the PlayStation 4 version. I, at the time... When I threw down the money for it, it was about $30 on Amazon. It came with an art book, a really neat edition. Packaging was great. Packaging was probably the best part about this game. Definitely the most complete. Boom. So, <laughs> oh, God. So, th this game is a mess. Like, flat out, the game's mess. I wouldn't even, I'd hesitate to call it a beta build. I, the only reason I bought it is because it was $30 on Amazon. It was half off, like, a month or less after the release of the game. It might have been less than a month after the game was released. Or probably around there. I think I bought it like January 15th or something like that. But it's not... I just kept hearing all the horror stories coming out about how glitched it was. I saw YouTube videos. I saw uh, like TikTok stuff, Twitter stuff, and just people showing their ridiculous glitches. And then part of me... Uh, I mean, I knew about this game. I knew it was coming out. I knew it was a big deal. It probably hit my radar, I want to say, the E3 2018. So probably around there when that when that first trailer came out. Uh, not the announcement trailer, but like the real gameplay trailer. I think that's when I was aware of this game. Uh, I, I was surprised when I looked back that it was actually announced in 2012 and it was based on a board game. But And, and people who were into it were excited about it for a long time. And I'm so sorry that your nine-year wait ended up with bullshit. Less than nine years, but not much. And the game's bad. So what What do we even talk about? Like, there's so much wrong with this game. Uh, the best thing I could probably start with and the most relatable, we've all seen games crash one way or another. It happens on PlayStation 4. It happened on PlayStation 3. It's, it's going to happen on PlayStation 5. It's a part of gaming now. Something happens. The game crashes. It shuts down. It gives us that screen that says, sorry, this program had to stop. And then it shows up on at least PlayStation. I assume it's the same on Xbox. But it shows up with the screen that tells you, hey, you want to submit an error report? 
I was marking down how many times the game crashed, but I, I ran out or I basically stopped counting around 30. And I know that sounds like hyperbole. I know that sounds like I'm, I'm lying. I am not. I, every night, uh, I'd probably get done with work around six ish local time. Uh, when I was really into it, I'd be, I'd play from like six to 10, uh, you know, do other stuff around the house, maybe watching other stuff too. Uh, but within that four hour window, maybe two and a half to three hours of actual gaming, it crashed at least once every day, every time. Uh, it was especially bad when it would crash. I'd reload it. I'd be playing for a while. And then basically I just put the machine to sleep, suspend it. And when I came back the next day, that's when things would be that, that things would start acting up. It actually got to the point towards the end where you could kind of feel a glitch and a shutdown coming on. Which is bad. You could see like people clipping through weird shit, music being wrong, people like weapons falling under the map that people dropped, character models flailing around like ragdolls. Like you just got an idea and you start at towards the end. I mean, after I played it for 80 hours, 70, 80 hours, something like that. And at the end, I definitely could see a glitch coming. Uh, not every time, you know, the, sometimes these shutdowns did come out of nowhere, but for the most part, you kind of feel it coming and you start to save a lot. So I'd say at least, that, yeah, like once for every three hours of gameplay, maybe four. Um, and uh, it taught me a couple things about modern gaming. It taught me to save a lot and often, thank God, there's a quick save in this game. Uh, there's a manual save whenever you want and there's a quick save button, which saved me a lot of times. The, the thing that really surprised me, though, about the whole thing is you get used to the fact it crashes all the time, and then you get used to saving a lot, and then it becomes shockingly acceptable how much it crashes, and I wanted to continue to tell myself this is not okay. A AAA title uh, with this much hype, Jesus Christ, should not be running like this. It's embarrassing. Um, there were a lot of issues, especially after fast traveling. In the beginning, I'd say the first 30 hours or so, I didn't fast travel at all. I, I always drove from one place to another. The drive is never that terribly long. Uh, usually you'll get phone calls or messages from other people to start missions, and it's things you could miss if you fast travel. So I figured, yeah, I'll drive around. Um, the driving by itself, it's not great. It's it's very, it's not clunky. It's too smooth is the best way I can describe it. We all remember playing GTA four for the first time and dealing with that, like realistic car physics and getting used to driving like that. And, uh, it was somewhere it's, it wasn't like as precise as something like a racing game, like Forza or Gran Turismo or something like that. But the cars like were weighted and shifted, I guess, closer to real physics. And it made it less fun to turn those fucking things. And you're at that thought of, oh, I should play that again. See what that nonsense is like. Cause they kind of fixed it and made it more fun to drive in GTA five, which is a great thing. But this goes like beyond GTA five. Like it's, it's very, the cars are all very smooth, too smooth. And like just tapping it causes you to jerk around. Um, it feels like when you're driving, you're floating. It doesn't feel like you're driving on a road. Um, there's no like potholes or stuff you hit. It just feels like you're coasting, like you're on a monorail really. And it's just not real. It's like, um, imagine playing a first person shooter or something uh, and the gun just sits there. Like, there's no weight to your movement. There's no swaying. There's no change in your camera view. It's like playing Doom again for the first time. That's what it felt like driving. Thank God 
for the love of God, they let you drive in third person because otherwise this could have been a fucking mess. But yeah, the driving, it's it's it does work. Um, you can get from one place to another, but it, like I said, it's stiff. It feels weird. It it feels wrong. Uh, the motorcycles were a little bit better, but but not much. There was only a couple times where I I, I don't know. It's weird to say, but they kind of overhandled. They handled too well, uh, which I guess you know if you take another fifty years of engineering, we'll get to there with cars, maybe in real life. But in this mode, in this mode, it just felt like I was riding like a land speeder in Star Wars or some shit. Like it, it felt like I was floating, and I think I only like hit a barrier and flew off my bike like three times in the whole game. And I rode the motorcycles a lot because it was the most fun way to travel. Cars were boring. So, I mean, that's just driving. I, I mean, I can't tell you. Usually when you're driving around the city, textures load, things look fine, the city looks fine. Uh, there's a shockingly small amount of people almost at every point in this city. Uh, your main hub, right side of outside of V's apartment, the one you go to a lot, and less and less as the game goes on, but the one you, you'll probably hang out the most at has people hanging out outside as people walking around. There's other, another market that's kind of close that has a cyber dock that, that has a lot of people walking around. Cyber docks are basically the people that can install the implants on you. And like, there's some people sure. But for the most part, like any random city street going through downtown, going through any area, it's empty. It's fucking ghost town. And it's weird. It's weird to have a city and then have barely anyone walking around. Like you'd run into one person, walk a little bit, then run into another walking clearly the same path. Then you run into like a child walking the same path it it was it was very poorly populated and and if you like you would see i swear to god you would be staring in one direction right you see someone just appear out of nowhere and start walking it's i guess it was supposed to be something that happened like off screen uh as the, as you know time went on the street populated and that stuff but it would just happen right in front of you or people would like interact with the world and, and open a door to go in it and basically be off the street and they just disappear. Like it looked like GTA three style graphics where if you take the camera off and then come back, stuff's there now. That's I, that's honestly what happened in this game. And it was, it, it's unacceptable for a game these days. I mean, Christ, once a game comes out that blows everyone away, that's the standard now. And that's Grand Theft Auto five right now. And it still is, which is, shocking to me in an open world sim like this that's still the benchmark that game came out in 20 what 14 i still i didn't look it up from last episode sorry but this isn't even close this isn't even close to the detail um i will say and i did mention this previously in the review the design team the people who made the locations the people who made the buildings they crushed it they look good the spaces look good the spaces you travel through look good the little details within the buildings and the rooms are also good um, there's some parts like the afterlife bar looks like a way too clean, uh, but also a little dingy. I think that was a little bit of refinement away from being perfect. And, but like, that's it. That's the best part about this game is the design. The design team nailed it. The, the model building team nailed it. All the anime, everything else just wasn't done. It didn't have enough. It clearly didn't have enough time. They didn't have enough time to finish it. And I, I said this in the last episode, I'll say it again. I don't blame anyone working at CD project red except for management. They fucked this up bad. Uh, everyone else who works really hard to get a good game, a good product out. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. This did not work out for you. I, there were just so many moments in this game where, where people, character models, events, stuff just acted so weird. 
I, I did mention there, there, and there's just textures that wouldn't load, uh, mostly on guns and, and drop stuff, but also on people sometimes. I didn't experience that as much. I did, I mean, there was clipping through the map, through the bottom all the time. Like, character models would be halfway through the ground. Uh, guns would fall under the map so you couldn't pick them up. Uh, just real basic shit that should is unacceptable and is like one of those things they fix later and they just never did. Uh, but people, like, characters, NPCs in the game would just act so weird. There was a cutscene where I drove up in a car to meet my companion. I stopped the car traveling and the person was on my left. So I was in the other lane of traffic. I was facing one direction. They were on my left outside the driver's side door. I was on the wrong side of the road. So the cut scene, there's like a little like passage of time because you had to wait for a certain time to do it. And then we get back into the day. I'm standing outside. My car's sitting there and the other NPC just walks through it like it's not even there. Just walks right through the car. Doesn't bother to go around it. The car doesn't bother to move, which would have made sense because time passed that the car would have moved. Nope, didn't fucking bother. Uh, there were uh, so many just random teleportations. There was one moment where uh, basically you get one of the best the best Cyberdoc up, upgrade you can get to your body is double jump. You can actually get a modification that you attach to your legs uh, that the cyber dock installs that makes it so you can double jump. And with this, fences become nothing, which is awesome. It's, it's much easier to, to, to get around the world. It's a neat way to add more replayability. I can jump up on stuff and go to different areas. It, it was pretty neat. I'm, I have no qualms against a double jump. I thought it was neat to have that mechanic as like a cyber dock implant. But there was definitely one moment where I was jumping over a fence. So I hit my first jump, hit my double jump. I jumped over it. And I don't know if I hit an invisible wall or a beam or something I just missed, but my character fell straight down on the other side of the fence and it hit like an embankment, like at 45 degrees or whatever. And I fucking flew like a hundred feet, not like ragdoll physics where like you get hit by a car and your, your character model flies. I mean, like I just teleport in a straight line right to like a hundred feet down the road. And I was like, what the hell just happened? Uh, that happened a lot of times when I jump on things, I just fly to another area. Uh, usually not that long, usually closer, but it would just teleport me. Um, it tell, it did it enough times to the point where I'm not, I'm still not convinced that wasn't a game mechanic. I think there was like a rush mode where you can sprint and like attack with the mantis blades and they quickly cover ground to attack somebody. But I think these were all glitches. I, I then that's the problem. The problem is I don't know because the game does do a bad job of under explaining a bunch of stuff but the people walking through people walking people not being aware of where they are you your character just walks through people people take up no space except for npcs that are joining you in an area but people in the street you just walk right through all the time which was strange the other two really crazy glitches i got to is your health bar just just leaves just goes away it's just gone it's not in your hud anymore it's gone for a mission whatever then maybe later it comes back Maybe the game crashes, then it comes back. Who knows? The other one is I used this one gun. It was a epic, iconic weapon, so it was named, and you could actually continue to upgrade it to your level, which was which was actually nice. But there were a lot of times, a lot of times, like over twenty times, where I would have I'd aim it, I'd point at someone, I'd go to shoot, and nothing happened. And the problem with this is I don't know if that was intentional because it was only this one gun. I'd switch guns and they would fire. 
then I'd go back to this gun and it wouldn't shoot. And then after a while, I'd be able to pull the trigger and shoot. I don't, I honestly don't know if, and this is the problem. I don't know if maybe certain enemies that were able to attack, because it was one of what the game calls a smart weapon. I don't know if it was one of those situations where I, it, I'm that was supposed to happen. Like someone had a hack or an implant installed that made it so you couldn't target them with smart weapons. Or if the game fucking broke. And that's a problem because either you didn't explain a mechanic or the game's fucking broken. So either way, we're not we're not in a good spot. Um, I think it was the gun. I think it was a glitch because the gun in my inventory said new all the time. Like for 45 hours of gameplay, I played with that gun. Uh, it's called the Lizzie. It was great. I loved it. And max stats with 50% increased headshot damage. With crit multipliers, with increased gun damage, with mods, that thing is just unfair. Like, I, I did kind of mention this in the other mission, but I went to the scanner hustles, and I would just blow through them in seconds, and then kill everyone and take the evidence, and it would be like 10 seconds between finding it and everyone, and me being done. But but with characters and, and stuff, like cutscenes are just a mess. They're a mess in general. Everything was first person. They did mention previously that they would be like third person and you'd be seeing it like from the outside, but none of that actually happened. The the other real prominent glitches, I mean, there were so many, there were so many things clipping. That was the best one, biggest one. The phone system, because basically it's like a tele, it's a, like a video conferencing phone system. So when you answer a phone, you see in the top left, the person on a screen talking to you. In the original uh trailers that came out this looks very well defined it looked like a character was actually inhabiting space somewhere and you were actually catching them on like a facetime somewhere but in this in the actual release game it was always a black background like no one they were just their face disembodied talking to you um sometimes and it would happen where the filter or the change or whatever they applied to make a character's voice sound like it was on the phone, like a grainy phone built, like a filter or voice or whatever just wouldn't happen. And they would just be like, they're talking to me like I'm just standing right there, which you don't notice or don't really think about how the phone's a little bit grainier. But when you hear someone talk to you, like they're standing next to you, it's weird. And then the filter over the, the mask or the, the face of the person when they were using it would also be gone. So it'd just be a weird picture in picture moment that happened a lot. It was not great. Um, cars, uh, you basically have the opportunity to bring up your menu, pull up a car you own, hit a button, and it'll just drive right up to you automatically, which I which makes sense in in twenty seventy seven that cars have that ability, and I liked that ability, and I didn't I didn't I don't want to talk shit on that, but what would happen is you'd call it and they'd be nowhere near you, or they'd be down the road, or they would have been stuck behind another car, or one time my car blew up as it was getting delivered, and then I had to pay money to get it to get it fixed. It automatically took it out of my account, and I was like, where did that money go? Oh, they took it because my car blew up because the fucking... Ugh. That was bad. Um, the, uh, the the only really... I, I'm going to wrap this up, I swear. I just don't want to sit here and bitch the whole time, but it's kind of fun. The, the battle music. Every time you got in a fight, drew your weapon, started shooting, there'd be this synth battle music. It's the same the whole game. And I don't know what I did or what the trigger condition was, but there'd be times when I'd jump in a scanner hustle, it was late to load, and then it just stayed on. Like I'm walking down the street and you're... And it would just keep going until I got in another fight, and that fight ended, and then the music would finally stop. 
I don't know how it's possible to be this broken, but here we are. Other than that, other than those basic unplayability issues, if you're a person who wants good graphics and does, like, the issue is that it took me out of the game. That's the problem. We're supposed, this is supposed to be immersive. This is supposed to be living in a world, forgetting about everything else, and maybe, maybe if you're lucky, for like a split second, you're in that world, and that's all that matters, and you don't think about the fact you're playing a video game holding sticks in your living room, but that never happened during this. It would always be some kind of glitch or computer error or stupid story move or someone would walk through a wall or some bullshit and it took me completely out of it and made me remember that I paid $30 for a broken piece of software. It was it was a bummer. I mean, I knew I, I knew what I was getting into. I knew I'd be playing a broken game, but I had no idea it'd be this broken. It was really surprising how bad it is. And again, playing the PlayStation 4 version on the PlayStation 5. It's not good. Uh, the only real major other thing I, I ran to was a glitch where I tried to do a mission, I failed the mission, and then my game just wouldn't save. I actually ended up doing a bunch of other stuff, and then it wouldn't save. And that sucked, but it only happened once. So let's land this. Let's bring it around. Uh, what are Final thoughts on the how broken this fucking game is? Um, it's It's really a shame. It's a goddamn shame because there's something here. I mean, if if I didn't like the game, if I truly hated every second, if it was unplayable completely, I wouldn't have put 80 hours into it. Um, there there's side missions that are that are really great and showcase everything. There are some main missions that are good. The the beginning moments where the first act was really tight and really good. Uh, there's there's something here. There's something here to build on. There's something here that's good, but it's not done like straight up. It's not done. They finished the first act with so much love and care and then rushed the rest. And it wasn't good. It's clear that it's broken and it's broken in a lot of different ways. I, I, after platinuming it, uh, especially towards the end when I was just rushing through the endings, I did watch them all, but I kind of fast forwarded through a bunch, uh, because I was done, man. I was, I was done with this universe. I was done with this game. I have zero desire to go back to it right now. Maybe, if they get that, if I get that free PS5 optimized version and they fixed all the crap that didn't work, maybe, maybe I'll go back to it and just to see how far it came. Um, but I'll probably wait until plenty of journalists say, okay, the game's fine to play now. And then I'll see. I'll, uh, maybe I'll see just for the shit of it to see. But that's it. That's. It. I'm, I'm done talking about Cyberpunk, I swear. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. I'm not going to talk in Minnesota unless you guys want me to talk about it. If you do want me to talk about it more and about specific things for whatever goddamn reason. I covered a lot in the last four, four weeks, guys. I talked about Cyberpunk for like almost two hours by myself. Like an hour 40. I don't know. Uh, if you want to hear more, if you want to hear me talk about other stuff with Cyberpunk... Send us an email, plottytime at gmail.com. We have a 100% guaranteed response rate. As of right now, we've never not responded to somebody, even the weirdos. And if you want to reach out to us faster on socials, we're there, man. Twitter, uh, Instagram, at plottytime. Go check us out. We're also on YouTube. Like and subscribe there. That really, really helps us out. Please do that. Rate, review, subscribe everywhere you can. Let us know if it's great. Let us know if it sucks. Let us know if you want to hear us cover something. Let us know if what we're doing is wrong. Whatever. Let us know. Talk to us. We're here. But that does it for me. That does it for Cyberpunk April. Hope you guys enjoyed it all. And if you still want to play Cyberpunk, God bless you. Talk to you later. Peace.